Welcome to the Media Books Podcast, the only place on the internet where creative accounting isn't a bad thing. Owning a virtual firm today means having a professional and modern online presence, and in this podcast, we talk about how to do just that. My name is Kristen Corey, and I'm the owner of Media Books, a media agency that provides creativity exclusively to accounting firms. And if you're an accounting firm owner, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Media Books Podcast. Seeing as this is a Monday episode, we are going to continue our series with asking the question, should accountants be on Twitter? Now, in the past, we have done different platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn. Today, we're talking about Twitter, and this one is going to be a little bit more complex than the other social media platforms that we talked about, because Twitter is used much more differently than we would use Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram for your marketing strategy. And the reason for that is when you are on Twitter, a lot of the content that does really well that you're going to see results from needs to be created sort of live. It needs to be maybe relevant to a conversation. There's a lot more social interaction on Twitter. And so it's not a great platform for just scheduling content and expecting a return on your investment there. Now, you can say that for most social media platforms today, but I would say even more so with Twitter because a lot of the conversation is going to revolve around trending subjects, things people are saying, responding, starting a conversation on there. So there are some challenges, I think, inherently with Twitter when it comes to marketing your services on there. And typically, we we personally, we do not offer any sort of marketing services on Twitter. And really, I would not recommend Twitter to someone unless they are already on the platform, they enjoy the platform, and it is part of their sort of day-to-day habits. Because you do need to be in a habit of using Twitter, I think, in order to get a return on your investment there. Uh, You need to be, you know, following people, following people that you enjoy reading, learning about their content, hearing what they have to say, responding to them. And and if you don't really have that already, that understanding, it's going to take a little bit more time to learn how to be on the platform. And so... That's just my quick spiel on Twitter, but I want to dive into some of the demographics of Twitter. And so the first one is Twitter is the 13th most used social media platform. Now that sounds pretty low on the list, but I mean, a lot of the platforms ahead of it are not necessarily platforms that are popular in the US. Um, Oh, and I also did, I forgot to mention all of these stats that I'm reading. These are from Hootsuite. I use these every week. Hootsuite does a great job at pulling stats for different social media platforms and kind of turning it into marketing uh, content demographics, helping marketers understand these platforms better. So Hootsuite talks about Twitter is the 13th most used social media platform in the world. Again, This also includes social media platforms that are popular in other countries. Um, WhatsApp, it's popular in the US, but not nearly as popular as in other countries like China and India. Um, There's also some social media platforms, honestly, that I have not even heard of, Qzone. So don't don't be too turned off at the fact that Twitter is ranked 13th. Um, It is ahead of platforms like Pinterest. So something to consider there. Um, Some platforms that do rank ahead of Twitter include Facebook, YouTube, Facebook Messenger, which we, you know, you can not really use that for marketing, but uh, Instagram and uh, Reddit, Snapchat. So 
something to kind of uh, consider as far as how many active users are on the platform. But of course, that is not all we want to go off of. We do want to understand who is using these platforms so we can make sure that we're using a platform that relates to people that we are looking to find. If a platform is popular, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is going to be perfect for our audience. TikTok is a very popular platform, but if you are looking to um, work with high net worth individuals for personal taxes, um, you're probably going to find a lot of teenagers on there who maybe aren't filing their separate returns from their parents. They're probably still dependents. And and so maybe they're not the ideal candidate. um, And so we need to consider those demographics. And so when we consider some more stats uh, about Twitter, 80% of tweets are created by 10% of users. So what does that tell us? That means there are a lot of people on Twitter But not everyone is necessarily active. A lot of people may be on Twitter and maybe they're just reading the tweets. Uh, If you have been paying attention recently to the Twitter attempted buyout by Elon Musk, a big question in this whole thing was how many Twitter users are bots? That does bring up questions of how many Twitter users are bots. Um, Twitter argued that uh, allegedly they you know, had sufficient data saying, you know, we know how many people are users and how many are bots. Um, whereas I guess there were some questions on the other side. Uh, and, and so allegedly, allegedly, we do not know uh, how many active people are on Twitter, but we can estimate about 10% of the users are producing about 80% of the tweets. And so that does mean that if you are in, let's say like a sub category of Twitter, like tax Twitter, there may be a few people that are really active on there and you can create connections with and maybe even create sort of a, an influencer presence and, and provide some really great insight. Um, but it may not be a great place to necessarily have conversations with clients to maybe learn a little bit more about what is pain or pain 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 points for your clients. Um, You would also want to consider the industry and the type of clients you're working with. So for example, in my previous example, I talked about working with high net worth individuals. You want to ask the question, are those people on Twitter? Um, And do a little bit of research into that. Most active group on Twitter is millennials. Makes sense because we have grown up with Twitter. And also men outrank women in nearly every age group after 25. So 25 to 34 year olds, About 19% of those users are male, 10% are female. When we look at 35 to 49, about 16% are male and 7% are female. And then 50 plus, we have about 9.9% are male and 5.1% are female. So it definitely skews more uh, masculine, more of the more male route. And if that aligns with who your buyer personas are, then it may be a perfect, perfect platform for you. Hey guys, this is the part of the episode where I ask you to rate and subscribe. I know talking about all these stats and asking you who your ideal client is, it may be confusing when you're listening to this episode. So if you haven't already done the work of creating your buyer personas, I invite you to go back, look into the HubSpot persona generator and do some research as far as the people you want to work with, your ideal client, and then start doing a ton of market research on that person and learning about who they are and what they enjoy.